0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 104 of the Talking Fitball podcast. My name's Derek Clark and each week we try and bring you an in-depth interview with some of the most interesting and colourful characters involved in the game. This week I had the pleasure of chatting to former Dundee United stalwart Freddie van der Hoorn. We heard about his time growing up, idolising that great Dutch side of the 70s, coming through the ranks to captain his hometown club FC Den Bosch. How his move to Tannadice came about, his memories of Jim McLean, teammate Scottish football, the 1991 Scottish Cup final and the reason why he decided to leave He also tells us about his time in Belgium where he'd play with some top players and take on a young Francesco Totti. We hear about his twilight of his playing career back at Den Bosch where he'd be part of two promotion winning sides before working behind the scenes and also about the work he does now as a football agent running his sports management company it's another fascinating chat with one of Scottish football's great characters, so sit back and enjoy the latest episodes of the Talking Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Talking Football Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to say we're joined on the line this week by Dundee United uh, legend Freddie Vanderhoorn. Freddie, thank you very much for coming on.
1: You're welcome, more than welcome. Legend is a big word there. Just a player from Dundee United long times ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, they hold you in
0: high but, regard. But, uh, but, your,
1: but yeah, I we mean, enjoyed our time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, great career. Uh, Freddie, um, before we look back on, on your career though, um, we were just speaking off air about uh, uh COVID. Um have you been keeping safe and well? Has it affected you and and, yeah. and your family? Thank-
1: yeah, thanks God. Uh, two weeks ago, I got my first vaccine. So that's 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 very uh, thankful for that. And uh, that's a crazy year. Eh? Uh, it was a very in the area where we are living in the south of Holland, 20, 30 kilometers from here. It was a very uh, war zone. People dying uh, all the, uh, every minute, let's say. So it was a very bad period. And who could imagine uh, two, three years ago that something happened uh, in the world? It's uh, crazy time and everybody gets uh, with their feet on the ground in my opinion now and get a new fresh start and let's hope we get uh, everything back on track.
0: Yeah absolutely. Um, your career then uh, Freddie um, when you were born back in 1963 uh, growing up as, as a young boy w- were you always kicking a, a
1: ball around? Yeah when I was five I got uh, introduced at the uh, uh, club here, uh, amateur side uh, nearby yeah. And I play football uh, yeah, all, all the time. And it was 17, 18 years I got my first contract. And then, uh, well, the rest is history.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, you'd have been growing up at a time when uh, Holland were really... The, the 70s team was yeah. the, one of the, the best teams in the world.
1: Did,
0: we, yeah. Did, did you remember watching them at World Cups? Yeah.
1: yeah. 74, the final against Germany. is Still uh, in the memories of... Uh, yeah. people of my age and, and the older ones especially because losing against Germany is similar as Scotland losing from England or winning from England so yeah and then 78 again in the final against Argentina so uh, last minute on the post and uh, yeah we, Holland produced a lot of uh, good players uh, uh, top class players Scotland as well but the structure in Holland is maybe it was a little bit better during those years than it was in Scotland I think mean. I yeah.
0: suggest. Yeah. I know you're a defender, Freddy, but did you um did you have any role models, any players that you, you wanted to be like uh, growing up?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bruno Petsai, the one uh, playing in Germany, was a... Well, I liked him as a player. Yeah. And Barres, obviously from Milan was a, was a great player as well. So they were a little bit older than me. So you want to try to be similar than that. But they were different class players and uh, I enjoyed my time, as I said.
0: Yeah, you joined, of course, uh, Din Bosch, wasn't it? And was it '84 you, yeah. you joined in? Was That, that was at your
1: hometown yeah. club,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, hometown club. I played uh, one year earlier in the second team because well, it's, a sim- it's, it's not a similar system in in the, in Holland than it is in Scotland. So I came in the they play on the Saturday and the Sunday, the first team, and we played with Hillhouse, who played in Aberdeen yeah. as well. You remember yeah. him? So we played together in the second team, and then we got to the first team, and then uh, after uh, five years, four, four, five years, uh, Jim McLean uh, bought me. Yeah, yeah, from the Bush. yeah. Yeah. And
0: yeah. um, see, see them, the academy over there in, in Holland is it, is it different than than Scotland? I'd imagine. But um, what was it like? Were you, were you cleaning uh, players' boots and things like that? Yeah.
1: No, 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 just <laughs> everybody is the same here. Everybody's playing football and uh, there are people who uh, won the books for to doing that. Uh, nobody cleaning uh, uh, dressing rooms or cleaning boots from first team players or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they came to the club at this moment of time uh, when they are seven years. I think it's a little bit too, too young because I think they must uh, play at the uh, amateur sites in, in their own village or in their own town. Now they go to the professional clubs when they are six, seven years. They're training three, four, five, six times a week. They get education at school, which is uh, combined to, to, the, to the football. Yeah. So they train at 11 o'clock in the morning, going back to school, training at four o'clock and then going home by buses, minivans. And then uh, that's it every day. And Wednesday is normally the day off. Saturday the matches. And that's the way it goes. And if you are uh, an interesting uh, prospect for the clubs, at 17 16 years you get a contract and then uh well, then you are tied at the club and when you are very good you go on to the first team and then maybe you get a career yeah
0: C- can you remember making your debut Freddy?
1: yeah was in a away game uh can't remember the, the team but it was an away match
0: yeah
1: and i got uh, I was substitute and i came on in the, at half time and I then we get out yeah that was that from I mean, that start, I, I never really. I never, I never got out of the team anymore. Yeah, I and mean, was in. I get it. I didn't get out.
0: Yeah. What was it like as a young boy playing for um, your hometown club? Was it living the dream? I yeah, imagine because
1: our yeah, our coach was uh, uh, Rinus Israel. He played against Celtic in the yeah. European Cup final a long, long time ago. Yeah. And he was our coach. He was a sweeper as well from Feyenoord Rotterdam. He was the captain. And, uh, well he uh, he learned me all the tricks uh, from yeah. that position so and he said when I was young we were young uh, I was young father as well with my wife uh, she's in the in the kitchen now <laughs> and he said you can play 20 years professional football if you stay fit and stay focused etc and well it happens so it was good
0: yep yeah. I was looking at some of the players that you played with uh, Den Bosch real good players the likes of them um... Phil de Jong was there wasn't he and then he became the coach um, did you learn off yeah,
1: him? yeah he played in the 74 finals as well from uh, in the Dutch team yeah uh, he's been my coach as well after that because he was uh, when Israel went, left he came as a, uh, he went coach I became captain and uh, yeah of course you learn from everybody from the best and from from some less players as well. Because uh, you, you try to, to, to look at the habits they have and if you can take something from that, you must try to do that yourself as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And um, how, how much did you enjoy being the captain?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I don't see a big difference between a captain and a normal player. It's, it's just your attitude or your character or your mentality or uh, looking after the boys. That's what I did when I was in Holland and when I came to Scotland. Uh, were, that's completely different because you are a foreigner and uh, things going differently at at United during those times because there was one captain which was Jim Green. Yeah, and, uh, and we were all players. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And um, before we touch on Dundee United, some other players that were there. Um, Arnold Schouten was a great player, wasn't he? he? Went to Ajax and and yeah, really, and helped to yeah. win the Champions League. And uh, Guido van Camp, you you'd yeah. come across him as well, the goalkeeper.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Arnold School, well, Guido was a, s- a substitute because uh, we had another uh, a better goalie, to be honest. Yeah. Jan van Grinsven, he's, uh, he just left the club a year ago, something like that, because he got a lot of jobs as well uh, uh, at the club. Yeah. Arnold Scholt, uh, I played with him in the amateur side when we go to FC and Bosch, similar uh, at Gillax. We played each other, Gillax was at another amateur side during those years, so we played each other always on the Saturday. And Arnold and me were playing at the local team here and uh, he went to the most I went a year after because he's a little bit older than me. Uh, yeah, he was a different class player. He was a similar player like, uh, uh, well, he's a good player because Cruyff bought him from, from Ajax, Amsterdam, he bought him, Cruyff himself called him up and you must come to Ajax. So he came to Ajax, then he gave to final, then he go to Ajax back. So then you must be a different class player. He was the best player, I think, the uh, was ever produced. And he was a good player as well. And he, he, he left to PSV Eindhoven. Arnold went to Ajax and I went to Dundee United. Yeah, so how, how did um,
0: the, the Dundee United uh, transfer happen then? Because um, did you know much about, about them at, at the time? What, what What made you pick them and go to Scotland? Yeah.
1: Well, Jim McLean came here during the uh, summer break and he saw two matches of us and then he introduced me in a hotel with my agent and we talked about blah, blah, blah. And uh, I remember them from 87, of course, the UEFA Cup uh, run they had against Borussia Gladbach because Bruns, that was a player from Gladbach. I liked him as well, similar as Petsi, the sweeper, white hair. Uh, very good player in my opinion, and uh, United beat them. And we saw them on the television here because uh, Belgium and D- German television we can watch here as well easily because we are near the border. Yeah. And eighty uh, nine, he came to me, and uh, he went to There was no Bosman rule as you as you know, yeah. and he wanted to pay the the transfer fee, which was two hundred twenty five thousand pounds at that time, and uh, guilders. Were guilders. Yeah. It uh, was a amount of guilders, and then. Uh, and then we well, then we signed.
0: Yeah. Um, did you not know watch it? Well, you, you said you did, but um, in terms no, of um, no, sport- but were,
1: no, no, of course not, because there was no computers, there were no yeah. uh, telephones, there were mo- no mobiles, no mobile telephones, no, no, no. This or that. I, I, I asked Tijs Snelder because one year earlier he left he, he uh, for for Aberdeen. Yeah. And I was a good team. Uh, one, two, three, four, five in the league all the time, and blah blah blah. Good plays, that's what uh, McLean said, to be honest there. Uh, we have good plays like Neary, Agathe, etc. But you're a bit old, you must play there. Yeah, we have a good youth system because Alec Clayland and uh, Connolly and uh, Daly, they coming through the ranks. So we had to fight for places and I came there and uh, I enjoyed my time. Yep, yeah. We enjoyed our time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What was it like walking into the, the dressing room for the first time, uh, Freddie? Could you understand a word they were, they were saying?
1: Well, in Holland, as you know, we we, we, we got teached, uh, uh, we learned uh, English uh, when you are 12, 13 years. So I think 95 of the population in Holland, they speak fluently English, but the dialect was completely different. So yeah. uh, my wee one, she's been brought up in the Brody Ferry, so she had, she had during those years a little bit of Dundonian accent. Uh, which was nice when we when we travelled on holiday to Spain or whatever. And is she from Scotland or she's from Holland, but we lived in Scotland. Blah blah blah. Uh, so the first time was was uh, I remember the first match was the social match from uh, Paul Sturck, his testimonial Yeah at the race We beat them, and uh, and I played the four matches in the in the in the in the competition. Then he substituted me. My we uh, Jim McLean because I was not fit and I was uh, this and I was that <laughs> crazy time and I got running on the Hamburg Hill you know, at, at in Dundee and running 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 and then after two two games he brought me in the team well, I and mean, to be honest I never get out. Yeah,
0: yeah. What what did you think of Jim McLean and because he was the, the, the manager he was the chairman um, and his coaching methods? Are yeah. quite if, coaching? if
1: you if if you look back. Uh, uh, I think he liked me as a player and as a person. I liked him as well as a as a, as a, as a manager. And uh, but um, to look back and to the, do the things he did is impossible nowadays. He had a very st- stri- strict budget. We fighted for bonuses, uh, and you signed, and then you get the signing on fee, and uh, the wages were normal, not special, but way of living, we, we liked very much in the ferry, as I said, we wanted to be brought up, I, I was playing always regular, uh, apart from the last half year, because I was fed up and I wanted to move, yeah. that's what I told them, and like said, okay, then we, we, we work on that, but then, you play uh, uh, not anymore, so no problem, but I want to leave at the end of the season, which happened, uh, and uh, when I came there, it was crazy, at half time he, he went crazy to, to, to even do to very big plays like Dave Neri or or, 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 or whatever and Trivokapic and me were sitting beside each other and I said oh I don't understand because <laughs> let it go let it fly away uh, it worked for us he was a good tactician he was a uh, it was 24 hours job for him he was never off from football uh, and I, uh, If you get older, you will understand that now as he, well. He's, uh, tragically, he died, and he had a bad uh, illness. But I think, at uh, the last years of his life, he will understand that it uh, could be a little bit less. And you, you, you have to treat people uh, sometimes on a different way. In my opinion, to get more out of them. But in the end of the day, he had, he was a big manager, a tactician, very good, and. Uh, he hate losing, which is, in my opinion, good as a sportsman. Uh, uh, and he was there when you needed him. You know what I mean? Uh, not only about football, but but sometimes you ask him something, but it, it, it was one line. You know what I mean? Just one yeah. line. It's only that way, highway or 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 yeah. or no way. That's the way it it, it was. Yeah,
0: and. Scottish football. Um, how did you find that, Fred? When, when you moved over from uh, Dutch football, was it a, a big um, culture shock
1: for you? Yeah, yeah. The pace was 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 uh, unbelievable. Always the ball in the air. Yeah. I was not that big, but I could. Well, I was not a bad reader of the game. Let's say I don't want to talk about myself, but I was not special in the air, but it was okay in the air. But a lot of crosses and high balls. Intensity was was crazy. Uh, uh, it was not a it was not a stroll, uh, walk in the park, eh? so you had to fight for for the points. Uh, uh, that that was the, the main difference. But we had a good good team and a good uh, bond of players, and uh, we fight for each other because we want to win the bonuses. That's what, what it's all about. Eh? Yeah,
0: you mentioned something for players, the support. And... Win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And... You mentioned David Neri, of course, a great Scottish player and a defender as well. Uh, like Sir John Clark was Gentleman. there. Gentleman. Christian Daly was coming through. Um, Gordon Pretorich for, for yeah. a time later as well. So some good, good players that Dundee United had in. <coughs> yeah. yeah,
1: very good players. Haggerty, I play yeah. with Haggity, I play with Neri. I play with Krivokapić. Yeah, uh, Maurice Malpass was there. Loman. Uh, McKinley. uh yeah, nice good team. John O'Neill was nice yeah. boy, good boy. Yeah, absolutely. Alec <laughs> Clayland. good Alec player. Alec Cleland, yeah. Duncan Ferguson was coming yeah.
0: through. he would have been yeah. a young boy. The, the, how, how good was yeah, he, Freddie?
1: Good. Yeah, he was uh, when he when he got sold. He was a different class player. You could see he was uh, uh, better than uh, he was better than the rest. He was he had yeah. good feet. He had arrogance. Uh, I met him when I went to Everton Football Club uh, at the training ground, which was nice to see him. Uh, long, well, a couple of years ago, which was nice that he. I uh, yeah, was a nice boy. I remember his father and his sister were at the games. Uh, he came from Sterling. I, I I remember. Something. Yeah, I think he was from Sterling, so he was at at. at, at um, he slept in uh, in Dundee and he wasn't a big a big big player yeah a good player
0: yeah and you mentioned um your daughter brought up in in Broughty Ferry how much did you, did you enjoy yeah. living up in Dundee and that uh, part very of the much
1: world? very much very much uh, as i said in the last season uh, i was fed up not my wife and not my yeah. my child because she had friends there and she went to school uh, my wife enjoyed it we had, we, we bought a dog in the second season a uh, quiet life at the seaside, quiet life, and a, a, a meal or a, or a dinner, whatsoever. Uh, very, uh, 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 The family was very close, sometimes visits over from Holland.
0: Yeah.
1: Krivokapis uh, lived nearby. So we enjoyed our time, as I said. We had the Dutch television with the, with the uh, how you call it, the Schotel.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Outside
1: Satellite. the house. Yeah. Satellite, yeah. And so we had the Dutch television. Uh, yeah, years years gone by, uh, but at that time I was fed up because it was always the same, 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 same. Yeah. And I want to move on. There were a couple of clubs in Holland who were interested, which I heard uh, after this uh, in the last season. I, uh, I I was there, 19 1994, and I said in January I want to I'm finished here. I'm going home. And well, you're not going home. And and, and, and Jim Green was the chairman. and No chance. Blah, 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 <laughs> Said, "Well, I'm fed up. Uh, wait and see what's happened." And uh, so I, I, I didn't get a game anymore. But I don't care because I knew Jan Kuylenmans, the, the former Belgium international. He was in the team who got promoted, and he said, "We need you as a, as a sweeper because blah blah blah." And then we went to Europe as well in that year yeah. when I came there. They moved me for for peanuts. I think not know. the United won money. Because uh, I played there for five years, they bought me for two twenty-five, and I think they got back one forty or something like that. He's always good businessman, me yeah, Jim. Yeah. And uh, well, but they paid it, and I signed there for three years. And we had two, two, twice. We had we went to Europe, so it was very nice time in Belgium. Yeah. And then I went back to the It Yeah. So good time.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And. See when you were see when you joined uh, Dundee United, there was a lot of Dutch players in Scottish football at that point. Yeah. Um, like you say, Hillhouse, yeah. a lot five players at Aberdeen, Hoostra Rangers. Yeah. Did, did you ever um, did, you, did you did you ever meet them outside of football when uh, when you weren't yeah, playing? Yeah, a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah I remember uh, uh, we had uh, uh, 31st of December at Willem van der Arke's house, yeah. drink and this and that, and I drove back at one o'clock in the morning uh, back to to Brody Ferry. And then we had to, the first of January. We played Aberdeen in uh, at Aberdeen. So then we're back with the bus. And we beat them, and then make it. <laughs> so that, those those things happens as well. Yeah, we saw each other. We we uh, we uh, we got our license from the uh, motor motor license in the in the, in the in the in the I think it was in Dundee or yeah I think it was in Dundee. I myself and Van der Arke. Van der Arke twice because we. Uh, he was driving and we with the car we, we uh, <laughs> dodgy turns and this and that so we got, he got he doesn't get his license the first time <laughs> the second time which was nice and he and myself we got our license uh, so we are we, we yeah and, and uh, in a Hilton hotel uh, there was a swimming pool uh, at, at, at the at the bridge so we went there on the Sunday for a swim or whatsoever so we enjoyed our time yeah. yeah how much
0: did you enjoy playing the likes of uh, Aberdeen Rangers and, and Celtic. I know you scored against Celtic a couple of times as well, uh, Freddie. How much yeah. did you enjoy playing against the, the big teams?
1: Yeah, because the atmosphere and the crowd was brilliant, uh, always there. Uh, I love Celtic Football Club. For the uh, we, we played them myself and was director at Dan Bosch. Yeah. Uh, we played them in the pre-season uh, ten years ago, something like that. I can't remember. Well, not, not even ten years ago. So we had my contacts there, and we played them at St. At Mirren. So, which was nice because I loved Celtic Football Club. Uh, and when we played them, yeah, it was always a good. Yeah, we could, really, we well, we we not winning every time, but we we could. Yeah, we give them a game all the time. Yeah, yeah we compete with them, and uh, sometimes winning, and sometimes losing, which was great, and uh, especially at ten days with a crowd behind us, and 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 there as well because big crowds is always nice to play for because in the end of the day that's why you play football for. absolutely
0: Yeah. Did, did you ever play in the, the Dundee derby
1: yeah I played them I, I made a mistake in, in one of those because uh, uh, Alan Mayne said away so I went away but he meant I kicked the ball away but I went away and somebody came between us and they scored we beat them but but those things happen as well and yeah we played, played there as well Because uh, Keith Wright, yeah, a good player as a striker. I remember always like that and, uh, and uh,
0: sniffing around. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. And um, the Scottish Cup final, of course, the the one in '91. It's, it's it's fondly remembered. It's been a, a classic game, but not so much so if you're on the Dundee United side. Can you remember much about the the game, Freddie? And and, and
1: yeah, and yeah, that day. Yeah, that day. Uh, that the goal they scored was, uh, was a mistake by the referee for sure. Yeah. Uh, I got suspended after the match because I, I, I argued with that, that referee, and Clarky got suspended as well, I remember. Yeah. So we got three or four match banned in the season, uh, in the next season. I remember I hit the post and it went by the byline uh, after 10 or 20 minutes or something. I remember Amy's French calling a goal which was not offside and they gave yeah. offside. When those things happen, eh? it's tragedy from that team because it, it's in the stars. Eh? From that team, a lot of people are already died. So, so yeah, what's in the end of the day a medal? Eh?
0: Yeah, and of course, you wouldn't play the one in '94 because by that point, you, you'd already said no. you, were, you were going to leave. <laughs> were you at hand in a, uh, during the day?
1: No, no, I was. Uh, we were traveling at that, day, at that day, I was at the boat, we were, <laughs> we were packing in, and uh, on a on Friday. <coughs> put our house for sale i was not for, i not uh, been sold at that moment of time but i just packed in and uh, we went back home and uh, when we uh, came off the boat i heard they uh, winning the final which was happy for them and uh, congratula- of course congratulations blah 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 because i was uh, part of the dressing room when i played some matches in the in the in the, in the first rounds from the cup so very good and nice especially for the people uh, for the city dundee was good the club, then United was good for we, Jim, Although he was chairman, uh, it was good to get the, the, the cup as well, and for the boys, of course.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Very
1: you good. left, in, and then yep, yeah, left, two three to, weeks uh, later, they saw me.
0: Yeah, you went. You went to Belgium. Then you said there was some, there was a couple of teams interested in you at that point. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Groningen, Utrecht in Holland, but they couldn't uh, pay the transfer fee because uh, once again there was no Bosman ruling at uh, at that time. And uh asked, they got promoted. So I went to Antwerp, which is uh, 45 minutes drive from where I live. And uh, I meet the young Curlemans and he said, I want you and nobody else but you. blah. blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, wait and see what's happening. And then they, uh, two, three weeks after the final, uh, they sold me. Because, well, the house was for sale. It uh, yeah. uh, was not sold. The solicitor was busy with it, but they sold it. And... Uh, Everything was arranged, and then I went to Belgium. And that's really good times,
0: yeah. And you, you said uh, you mean you played in Europe. I was reading some of it. You played against the likes of Levski, Sophia, you beat them, and then you, you played Roma. Yeah, and um, I know you yeah. scored a, a, an own goal in Rome, but what was that like to play against them? They had Totti and all that playing for them.
1: Uh, it was a great team. I and mean, we were not a big team, we 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 had a very we were a team like uh, uh, St. Johnson, let's say, yeah, similar type of, of, of club uh, but with a big uh, 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 support uh, because they were promoted and uh, they will struggle in the first season so they needed somebody from the back who can read uh, uh, well, the game or this or that but we had very very good players like Opara, Nigerian internationally played at in Scotland uh, yeah. uh, when he was 50-60 years. We had Jill De Builder who was player of the season in Belgium yeah. in that year, Oh, unbelievable. Uh, we had Van der Hagen, became internationalist, the Yeah, uh, uh, we had a very good team. So we went to Europe. We went, we finished fourth in the league or something like that. And year after again, and then I was fed up again, similar as in in in, in, uh, in Scotland. And I said, I move on. No, but blah, blah blah blah. I said, No, I move on. And then I packed everything in, and then uh, in December I went to the bush. <laughs> yeah. Always, black, always strange moves. <laughs>
0: So it must have. been I mean, to finish your career, you finished your career there. You spent a good six years there. Um, you had the, yeah. a, cu- a couple of promotions as well. So it was a, a good time for yeah. you back there.
1: Yeah, brilliant time. Uh, very good time. Uh, first, I came in December, so we finished, uh, let's say, sixth. Yeah. The year after, we went. Uh, we were promoted. So as, uh, yeah, as I said, captain. So we been promoted. Then we got relegated with three, 33 points, which was unbelievable because if you reach now 33 points, you are, uh, uh, let's say, number 12 or something like that in the in the table. We are, then uh, Bosch is a team in the south of Holland, nearby PSV. Um, and I say a lot of teams are here in this area. So it's, uh, and it's not a, a city, it's a very nice one of the, not because it's our city, but one of the nicest cities in the in, in Netherlands. Everybody will tell you that. Uh, with, with, together with Maastricht and Amsterdam, of course, but you know why Amsterdam but Dan is a very nice city but the hockey is very popular here and basketball is very popular and football. We have the similar crowd as Millwall so the, when it's uh, it's a big game it's always uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's always let's say trouble they are very passionate uh, uh, some people like some people don't like but they don't care eh? that's a song similar as Millwall but uh, so we get promoted, then we get relegated again, and then we've been promoted as well again. So which was uh, u- unique eh? back in that year. And then I was nearly 39 years old. I played all the matches in the in the division Had a very good season actually. I could have uh, signed on, but I was I was I was finished. I was ready with football. Yeah, because in the dressing room was a big gap. I was almost 39. The boys are 18, 20 years and you're talking about things uh, I was forgotten.
0: <laughs> yeah. How, but that's a that's a great age to keep playing until um, Freddie did. I guess you must have kept yourself in shape and
1: Jim McLean. That's, clean. that's Jim. That, that's Jim McLean. Yeah, Jim McLean's his way. Yeah, because all the players he he treated were all fit, fit, fit. Look at your foot. Look at your fitness. Uh, look at Dave Neary, for example. Haggerty yeah. Mopp was all uh, very old to play for. I did myself because it's the nicest thing in to do. Uh, I loved it. It's just a ten minutes drive here to the stadium. Uh, uh, I had some personal titles which I was proud of. Even promoted, which I was proud of, and I finished at, at, at yeah at an old age. Yeah.
0: Did you have a, a testimonial or a farewell game at Den Bosch?
1: No, it's, in, in in Holland we don't have testimonial no, matches. No. We have just. Uh, Just a nice bonus.
0: (laughs) And what was it like playing against, I know I asked you about um, the likes of Rangers and Celtic, but coming up against uh, the big clubs in in Holland, the likes of Ajax, Feyenoord and and PSV, how much did you enjoy that?
1: Yeah, very much, especially against PSV because that's 20 minutes drive from here, so that's, uh, well, derby, let's say, similar as St. Johnson against the United. but those teams are uh, the gap between those teams and 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 the, and the other teams is especially against the Bolsa, is too big so you yeah. will always promote like say three four or five nothing you can you can write it down in, in advance at home well you can be them. maybe beat fine here at home uh, for example but there'll always be a struggle and normally you can you can put the cards uh, where it goes yeah. so there's too big a gap it's, it's not really which is not good for the league in my opinion
0: yeah, I know when you when you retired from playing, you had a couple of spells in, in caretaker charge of of the club. Is that right? Did Did you want to go into no, coaching,
1: Freddie? Uh, now, not at that moment of time. I, I I look after it, but it's it's not easy, especially nowadays with all the social media, etc. To to manage a team, you must be. A lot of pampering and shoulders and very good <laughs> and this and that. Uh, so it's, 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 it's another game, another football game. So I became uh, straight after my last uh, game. We went on holiday for a couple of weeks and then I came back and they asked me to, to become the technical director of the club, which I did for, uh, let's say, 15 years or something like that. And it's, in the system, if you have a director and you have a, a CEO, those two are... Uh, uh, try to get the club uh, uh, in shape and underneath is uh, the coach which is the most important uh, part of the of the club actually the coach with his staff and the players and i'm working with the staff and the players uh, for a long time we've been promoted as well two years in the second year we've been promoted which was uh, very good uh and then we struggled money-wise because you can have a policy or a, or, or a plan or whatsoever. It's all about money in the end of the day. Uh, we sold a lot of players. We sold them to, to, to big clubs, to start end, to Millwall Football Club. We, stri- we, signed, uh, wow. we sold the striker to, to Vitesse, Arnhem, to everywhere. Some became international actually, which we scouted in the Netherlands and they become international playing European finals which was good. And then uh, during those 50 years, sometimes I got sacked a coach as well. And then the assistant coach uh, took it over and I assist him. And that's why they said caretaker, manager. Yeah. And
0: the work you do now, you've got your um, sports management uh, football so after Yeah.
1: After 15 years, I was, uh, uh, well, both the club was fed up, the supporters were fed up and I was fed up with the club. So uh, 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 we, uh, we got out of each other, which was uh, nicely done. So everybody was okay, uh, was quite big in the paper, but those things happened after a long time of period. Uh, good or wrong, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were ready with that. And then I was at home uh, there were a couple of clubs who were interested in me for scouting or uh, whatsoever. Uh, but I did, didn't want to work at that moment of time for a club and then uh, I had a plan uh, because of my network in the Netherlands I went to uh, some uh, big sponsors from the club and they all—they uh, are now all part of my company as you had seen maybe on the website we have BV. that's uh, an agency where we uh, look after 32 players uh, and two uh, Olympic players as well uh, first and foremost, we, uh, because we have a lot of agents, they have all the best players in the world, and they can send you takes and tubes or whatsoever. And look, this is good, it does, and that. But at the end of the day, it's about uh, uh, how they, they, they develop. So we have, as I said, 32 players are on the contract at clubs. And uh, we have, uh, well, FSM is built up by five, six founders. They uh, have shares from the, for the, from the company. We uh, we committed each other till 2025. So first and foremost, I look uh, well. You can say after yourself, yes, that's right. But first and foremost, I must have rest to work for players because I I I don't want to transport players to there or this. It has to be good, right for them. Yeah. So I don't look after the money. I like I look after developing. At the end of the day, if they are 35 or let's say 37, then we must look after the balance. How did we do it all together? So we try to look after them from A to Z. We have Mark Lammers, the uh, golden uh, medalist winner from hockey, who's looking after players if they need it for mentality, mental coaching. We have a dietitian from the Olympic team who look after what are they eating if they need it. We have a boot supply, we have car supplies, we have accountancy, we have solicitors, we have uh, uh, today we uh, look at LinkedIn, we have uh, a sports a physiotherapist who looking after them during the closed season or whenever they have an injury to bring them back as, as soon as possible and as good as it can be. So we look after the players, uh, we all give that to the players and we can give that to the players because of the founders we have, the shareholders. Uh, they, they look after the, the partners we have and all the partners looking after the players or to the uh, uh, to the. Um, uh, agency for me we have players in Iceland we had players in Iceland we have them in Australia we have them in Turkey but when I went to Turkey the the, the rights are completely different than in yeah. Scotland or in the Netherlands so we, uh, a lawyer came to me he fly to me um, to the club uh, look after the contracts and then we signed. we have a player at Mott's County Football Club last season uh, they took him from FCN he's there now he's playing very very well actually very good player so, uh, the people in Scotland must look after him, in my opinion. Uh, he scored a lot of goals. He went to Nott's County. and uh, well, Those contracts are similar to, to the Scottish uh, contracts, actually. But we look after them. We have a, co- a collaboration with Juventus Football Club as well, because Slivka, the player from the Bernians, yeah. uh, two years ago he played for Hibs. hips. Uh, Vik- Vikinta Slift- Slivka, we brought him from Juventus to the Bernians. Uh, uh, did Marti uh, did, uh, did that. So, uh, we, uh, uh, we have the lawyers, as I said, and they're looking after the, the contracts as well when players are going abroad.
0: Yeah. yeah, it sounds absolutely fantastic, Fred. I guess, as a player, when you were playing, I guess that, that was something that you never had back then. I guess, um, did you have an agent back? When uh, you it was different.
1: Through... Yeah, I had Ton van Daal, the similar one with Peter Huistra, Theo Snell, that's Willem van der Ark. Yeah. And uh, killers did it as well, so he looked after us, but it was differently because yeah. that was more we, 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 we place the player in Scotland and uh, on you go and when you finish your contract you call me and we look after the contract. It was more business wise. Yeah. Okay we have a business wise uh, 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 responsibility but in my opinion as well uh, a development uh, uh, responsibility. Yeah? Uh, uh, it's 24-7 job. Right? The, the young players, yeah, we have 32 players under contract and we have 7 players who don't have a contract, but they're playing for a professional football club. And how can they be? A prof- uh, uh, what is a professional football player? Uh, it's not just playing on, on, from three to five uh, a match and training this and that. No, but you have to make a plan. Uh, this is what we want to do. And there you want to be, become step by step. Uh, I played with Van Nistelrooy as well at the boss and he had a plan. He said I want to be here now, but I want to finish there. So how are you going to do that? And of course, it's going always up and down, because uh, uh, the victory is, is uh, faster gone than the defeat. Uh, but how are you going to uh, how you going to act? How you uh, work with media? How you uh, everything? A lot of a lot of things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we wish you all the best going forward with that, that Fred. I just wanted to ask. I, I was going to ask you about uh, Ruud Van Nistelrooy. I didn't know you, you, he was there at the same time, but I guess was he yeah. at Den Bosch when you were there as a young boy?
1: No, no. When I came back from Belgium, he was there. Yeah. So we played with each other, and uh, at that time he asked how is Scotland and how is this and how is that. So yeah, it's just upside down, and, and and he went to Ereven. They sold him for uh, for the money. And uh, the rest is history, eh? yeah. He exploded here of vain. He went to PSV. They could have bought him as well from F7 Bowl because he's 20 minutes back, but they didn't fancy him at that time. And then the year after, they bought him for 20 million. So that's the way it goes in football as well.
0: Yeah. Was there any player that you came up against, you played against, that was it the best player that gave you the, uh, the toughest afternoon in the Holland or Scotland? Is there anyone that springs to mind?
1: Well, Van Basten was a good player. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he was a special <laughs> player uh bosman was difficult because he was good in very good in the air in my opinion yeah uh, yeah Fonseca, uh, was a good Atago, player yeah and for he was a good uh, so yeah we, yeah so we're a good player yeah a lot of good players hey eh? you need a little bit of football is a little bit of luck as well and how's your team adapting and, and uh performing yeah. and, perform, and yeah, a lot of good players finished was a good player not at that time, but he he became a very good player. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so it was of, always hard to handle.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so, yeah. And, of course, the, the Euros are not far away Um in the summer, uh, Freddie, In terms of the Netherlands, it's been an up and down few years for them, hasn't it? How, how do you see them uh, yeah. getting on?
1: Well... They are unlucky, of course, Van Dijk is injured, but the Licht is, is, is fully fit now. The squad is now training here at the, at the Dutch camp. Uh, I think, well, they're not the, not the biggest favourite in my opinion, France will be uh, yeah. very good. Belgium has maybe the last chance to, to become uh, very good. They have a very good squad, but they're getting a little bit old, maybe, uh, in defence. But Belgium and, and Germany will always there be around, there, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it'll be good to hear yeah, think, think uh, I think we will be, we will finish four or something like that, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Well, thanks very
0: much for coming on, Freddie. I've loved uh, hearing your story in the game, so thank you very much for, for coming on.
1: Okay, thank you very much and uh, have a nice day and uh, you never know if you meet each other in the future. Absolutely, Freddie. Stay in touch. Regards to Dundee. Bye-bye.
0: That was episode 104 of the Talking Football podcast with Freddie Vanderhoorn. I hope you enjoyed it as ever. If you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can catch them all in pretty much all podcast platforms and also on the Talking Football website. It's talkingfitball.co.uk. Make sure you subscribe to so never miss an article that gets posted on there. Be also sure to check out our Facebook page and also on Twitter where you can follow us at Talking Underscore Football, and we're also on YouTube as well. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you can do just that. Just visit the Get Involved page on the website or email us at contact at DerekClarkSports.co.uk. Hope you can join me again next week, but until then, keep safe and bye for now.